Hey, wonderfuls, welcome to episode 465 of the JV Club with my just wonderful, wonderful guest, Mujan Zofagari. It is a great Max Fun crossover. Of course, you know and love Mujan from many things, certainly including the beloved Max Fun podcast, Mission to Zix, now in its final season. And we felt like this was the perfect crossover episode to do for the triumphant beginning of Max Fun Drive. Of course, Max Fun Drive is the opportunity that all of us indie podcasts have as part of the Indie Podcast Network Maximum Fun, to ask our amazing listeners for support. You are the reason that this machine runs. It is a machine of human imaginations, and you are such a huge part of it. Max Fun Drive goes two weeks, and we have so many wonderful opportunities for you to, of course, gain access to a ton of bonus content across the network, not just my own bonus content, but bonus content from all the podcasts on the Max Fun Network. I know what's out there, and I know it's phenomenal. So that in and of itself is a tremendously good reason to become a part of the magic or to upgrade and boost your existing membership. And of course, we don't fundraise other times in the year. So if you can take a moment to listen to my dulcet tones talking more about all the great stuff that you can get as a member of Maximum Fun later in this episode, you won't be sorry. And of course, the place to do all of this is MaximumFun.org join. That's MaximumFun.org join. Please now join me in welcoming Mujan Zofa. I have to say your gl- uh, glasses are always adorable, but also the, oh, go- the, the bangs glasses combo is so attractive and wonderful, oh. and I if I had darker hair, I would go bangs all day long, but something bangs about... Bangs look so good on you. Eh, would they? I have some old... I mean, I have some pictures of bangs, like, from a few years ago, and something about having hair the same color as your skin, it just, like, it sort of doesn't have pack that punch like you want, and also, mm-hmm. for me, for some reason, whenever I look at those, I just always look like I wish I were pushing my hair out of my face, which... Yeah. I don't even do like they weren't even long bangs, but it's just a weird. But I but, you know, like many people, I see, you know, for example, your bangs and your and like it frames your face so great and your eyebrows are so beautiful. And you just think like, oh, what a fun framing. I could totally do bangs. And then I'm just I just I don't think so. I I didn't learn during quarantine. So many people like learn hobbies, became better people. Like the only thing I learned was on WikiHow how to kind of cut my bangs. That's it. That's the only skill I That's almost learned. That's a feat. But then I always get it fixed because I always, I always <laughs> fuck it up. <laughs> <laughs> that's, a, that's a weird shame thing that I feel like I have like unnecessarily not taken ownership of when I've cut. Because I do also cut my own hair. I probably should stop doing that. But um, I've just got really lazy about making salon appointments. It was just like one uh, other appointment to have to make. And so I have started cutting my own hair and I do an okay job but if I don't do a good job and then I mess it up I am so loath to tell yeah. the person like I I mean I'm ashamed to say this but like a few years ago that happened and I had to go work on something and yeah. the the hairstylist on the shoot was like whoa what's going on with the back of your hair and I was like I fucking lied 
Like, I'm not yeah. proud of that. But I was like, oh, <laughs> I, it was just a bad haircut. Like, I didn't take ownership for it at all. I don't know if I explicitly <laughs> said someone right. else cut it. But I was like, oh, I know. What a bad haircut. Like, I yeah. completely made it sound like someone else was responsible. Yeah, the, That hairstylist is probably like, wow, that. <laughs> damn. What school did they. Wow. Offended for or their they kind. Just knew, like, you know what I mean? Or yeah. they just inherently 100%. were like, I'm not going to question this because to me, this speaks. This person yeah. is trying to hide that, the fact that they thought they could cut their own hair. That just happened to me because <laughs> I got my bangs trimmed like a month ago and I didn't like them. So I trimmed them myself and then I fucked it up and then I got my hair cut and it was the same person she was like I don't remember doing it this oh, bad oh. and I didn't say anything I was like yeah <laughs> it's, it's fine it happens Life, am I right <laughs> wow sometimes you're stressed and you cut bad <laughs> it's a hazard of the job she's gonna have to they're yeah. just gonna be a stylist or two who are gonna have to always wonder and be haunted by like did I <laughs> hiccup did I sneeze what happened with that one snip yeah. You, you did you used to have longer hair like you had fairly longer hair, but I don't I don't know if I ever remember you with like, you know Generally. Long, I feel like as I've gotten older, my I like I like it short because I feel like my hair now tells me when it's over. Like it's over. <laughs> like if I it feel reaches the same way. this point, yeah. My hair becomes like just it bad texture and angry and like Yeah. It just I I'm not a person I can't th- I used to be when I was young had like long hair. I can't it's okay. It's I'm okay. That. <laughs> yeah. I don't think it, I think when you, when I had it, I, and I've had it for quite some time and it, well, a lot of it, it was again, just total laziness. Like, oh, it's just easier when you have long hair right. to just not do anything with it. Cause then it just gets longer and people are like, oh, yeah. your hair's so long. And then, then I, at some point, and it was during the, it, you know what? It was after the last show I worked on. I was like, let's stop lying to ourselves, Janet. You know, <laughs> two and a half to three inches of this is just split ends. It's not yeah. good. Like, you can't, I can't fool. And so I just it's hacked it off. And I was like, ooh, I'm so springy and bouncy. My hair's so springy and bouncy. This is really something. Yeah, I think I've just gotten to a point in my life where I'm just about, like, making power moves in my life. Yes. And, like... And just like not giving a shit. I don't think need, I don't need to be, I don't have like nails. Like Same. I just need to do the job, you know? Do the job. I don't need, I don't need to, I don't have time to make hair look nice. I need to wake up and just get to business. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> I love that somehow I have now managed to make <laughs> the same amount of time we talked about skin rashes be talking about hair also in a way I normally wouldn't do. Like, I don't know what is going on with me where I see you and I just have got to talk about like external stuff, <laughs> body stuff. It's it's all good. I, you know, this one is in a way related to the rashes. We'll get back to it. <laughs> I'd like to save the middle part of the podcast for the rashes. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. Okay. So you finished your last cat sitting gig. I'm currently or you're still casting. there. That cat yeah, I'm, is... I'm casting two places right now. Oh, double uh, dipping. My... Double yeah, dipping. Because, I mean, not intentionally. I'm, I'm at a place with two cats right now. Whenever oh, I'm in I see, LA, I I, I'm casting. <laughs> no, no, no. But I am. Oh, you are. There's okay. another. Uh, my friend who's in London has got COVID two weeks ago. Oh, and no. he can't travel during uh, the week. Yeah. And so he, whenever he takes a test to come back on Saturday, he keeps getting a faint line. So I keep oh. also taking care of that cat. Okay. So I'm three cats are part of my domain. I change my clothes whenever I go to each cat house because like the cat house number one, she gets jealous. Oh, no. Uh, a lot of drama is happening. She like That's smells amazing. me. She like smells my backpack and clothes. She's just like, I know where the where the where the fuck have you been? Huh? I these love cats that. don't care. You can yeah. interpret that as jealousy. 
I'm not sure I would interpret it as more than just a mild interest. That's true. Well, there's an app called that's probably fake, but I like to believe it's true called Meow Talk. If anyone is a cat, they should download immediately. I already love it. But it translates cats meows. Oh, Uh, come on. That's amazing. Why didn't we think of that? And the and the one and it's and I feel a difference. The one in Cat House number one is like, where are you? Yeah. Where is my mom? Where is my dad? I feel anger. I feel anger. Oh. <laughs> and the ones here are just like, play with me, yay, yippee! <laughs> I feel anger. I feel anger. I yes. The the for sure the developer was like, look, we're gonna have to go there. I feel blind rage. I feel blind yeah. rage. I wish I could slash you with these. These. <laughs> Something in my past has made me feel pain. <laughs> wow. Okay. Well, I'm just purring. Is there uh is there an app that does that for dogs, or or have they figured yeah. out that cat owners have a stronger desire to translate their meows? I'm not entirely sure, but I did Look. see on uh the bane of all the news right now, TikTok. There is yeah. at least an app where it 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 takes a dog's bark and for you makes the translates the bark. Translate your English into bark oh, for the dog. That's even worse. Yeah. And better. And so I know that exists. Uh, but I'm sure there's a bark talk or okay. something. Translate dog bark. That's what I'm looking for in the app store. Trans- I translate translator. That takes itself very seriously. I think that's more okay. about languages. Okay. Dog sure. barks classifier. Record and classify dog barks. Classify? Why the word classify? That, I'll tell you why. Because this is for science, people. Oh, this is okay, for size. Okay, the the okay. example they've given is, you know, what we're going to have to uh, here's what we're going to have to do. We're going to have to do a quick follow up with um Can I Pet Your Dog? Um partner podcast at Maximum Fun to see if they I'm sure they've talked about this. Yeah, so this is more like type of bark detected, angry, defending. So it's not okay. so much like here's what I want from you. But now there is something called dog speak. Talk to your dog easily. Yeah, there's got to be is yeah. It, yeah. Well, again. But here's oh, like, no, here's that's the history. one that translates for you. That's the one that, yeah. I got to tell you, I'm not seeing, I'm not seeing what I perceive to be what you've described. <laughs> yeah. But, I mean, here's my transcript from yesterday is I'm looking for love. My love, I'm here. Mom, where are you? Something <laughs> made me upset. I don't feel well. I'm not doing so good. I'm hey there. Look so at me. Good. Listen to me. I'm angry. I'm in pain. <laughs> Look at me. <laughs> no. And, and, and these cats are, as far as I know, happy. I'm a good cat sitter. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and the and so the ones that where you are now, those are they're always positive. Yeah, they're always positive. They're just like play with me. I love you. Oh. Pet me. And the other one is just going through turmoil, <laughs> just <laughs> pain. <laughs> uh, okay, so I'm gonna just. Uh, it'll be interesting because it'll feel like maybe there's some deja vu that appears and also maybe there won't be because my brain is just so fried from two years of craziness that I won't remember. But did you grow up with cats? Uh, not indoor cats. I brought cats to my par- My parents are Iranian Americans. They're very like anti-animal bringing like dirt into the home. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But I trick the outdoor stray cats with turkey, uh-huh. like just like trips strips of turkey and it made them obsessed with us yeah. and then i throughout the years i made my mom and dad's backyard like a colony of stray cats <laughs> oh, no. oh and uh, they knew about had, it and they were okay they, they accepted that yeah we've had at least two different uh, cats cop both cleo and the cat copper had children 
and then we had we kept their children we gave their children away and then cleo was ran off by copper oh. no by sorry not by uh jiggles who's the new cat oh, jiggles. <laughs> and then jiggles don't be, jiggles don't let that name fool you jiggles is fierce yeah she was like an Elizabeth Taylor of cats, uh-huh. uh, and then she just had a bunch of like bre- like a like a, a lot of men come visit her. A lot of mm-hmm. male cats just mm-hmm. came. A lot of suitors. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then when I left for college, my you know my parents then had to deal with Jiggles and all of her friends. So it sounds like I mean, I because here's what if I tried to do that, my dad would have put his foot down so fast. He's also not a cat person; he's a dog person. I definitely coaxed a neighbor's cat. Like a neighbor's cat had kittens and I coaxed one of the kittens back and pretended that it had followed me, even though I was stopping every like two seconds to be like, come on, though. Come on, though. Don't you want to follow me home? And (laughs) I did. I was allowed to keep that cat. But she was I think she was just an outdoor cat. And then she did get hit by a car. Um, But if I had had if I were welcoming strays in the backyard, my dad would have shut it down. So what I want to perceive from what I what I. What I'm hoping is true, what I want to infer is that your parents secretly yeah. did love the, like, they loved having that little menagerie in the backyard. And, I you think know, so. they still had that desire yeah. to have I the did, animals. the inside animal we did have briefly is a rat. So I, I took care of, like, two school rats. In elementary okay. school, I was known in a, in a positive way as the rat lady uh-huh. because <laughs> I took care of the third grade science uh, cat named Cosmo and then the next cat because they die within two years from like tumors. Oh, the sure. The next cat, mm-hmm. CJ. Oh, wait, rat. And, You're saying cat. I'm just telling you that. In case. Oh, no, no. Yeah. yeah no, no. Cats. Rat. My cat Jiggles lived till 21. So oh, <laughs> Jiggles. The Jiggles key to a long life I is know. many suitors. Many suitors living outside and just lounging. Oh, it's wonderful. No. Okay. So the but, rats, Cosmo. And who was the other rat? C.J. Cosmo Jr. C.J. Only Cosmo later Jr. did they learn they were women. In my mind, they were men. And yeah. then I saw a male cat and they had giant balls. Okay. Uh, so All no, right. they definitely were women. But I would like nap with C.J. on my parents' bed. And C.J. was a white like white and tan rat that would like put its head against my arm. See, and go I would to sleep like that me. too. Yeah, it would also yeah. pee a little on my parents' bed, and I never told them. That. <laughs> uh, just a little, just a little. But it's a clean rat. Would you clean up the pee, or was it like it's already in the fabric? I just, already, I'm not going to say anything. It's like so little, mm-hmm, so nominal, mm-hmm. nominal pee. I would clean it a little. Yeah, I love that they called but, you the rat lady, even though yes. you were in third grade. They yes. you advanced quickly to a profession, which was prof- yes. the profession of rat lady, not rat girl. Yeah, rat lady. And then in the fifth and sixth grade, so, uh, what is it like? speech competition around Mm -hmm. I was a fourth grader and I even got I got to compete because my speech about who I would give a gold medal to to CJ the rat was so good apparently that they wanted me to compete amongst the fifth and sixth graders (laughs) what was your reasoning for wanting to award a gold medal to CJ I don't know. I, I honestly don't remember. It's probably just because she was just a great friend. Oh, no. Or, or he, I believe. Just, like, was always there for me. Uh, uh, just, like, was so brave. You so know? brave. Brave enough to yeah. pee on my parents' bed. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that yeah. takes a lot of guts. Yeah. So Aww. that didn't tra- did that translate into, you know, down the line somewhere, I'll want to have a pet rat. Or was it like, yeah, yeah, I was. I, it was fun to have a reason to have a pet in the house temporarily. 
because I wasn't supposed and, to, but I'm going to go ahead and move on from rats. Yeah. I think I was so traumatized from, it was my first time experiencing death yeah. uh, that I, I didn't do anymore, besides the cats, any more animals. Yeah. I've recently, uh, the saddest thing anyone ever told me recently was, you're like a cat lady without a cat. And I'm like, thank you so much. <laughs> yeah and you're like thank you very much i am many cats lady i'm many things I i'm also many, many things and okay I'm also i travel many. i cut my own bangs sometimes i cut my own bangs i don't yeah i don't have time for a cat okay <laughs> i like to take care of cats temporarily and then move on that's what i like i to have do. to say i think that is a great solution and i applaud and you know what i would give you a gold medal and you and i would have to yeah. compete against each other because right, i presume right. That I'm operating uh, in speech at the level of you as a fourth grader. And so you <laughs> yeah. and I would be neck and neck. Oh, that's so weird. Oh, my God. Okay. This won't be a good thing to put on a podcast, nor will it be interesting to anyone, including you. <laughs> but this is, that's just a weird thing for to come back around to because I woke up from a dream this morning where, for some reason, I was attending a child's class. Oh, my God. Okay. Uh, you that were just attending freaked a me class. out. Yeah, we were learning how to tap dance. Did you, but it was in school. Recognize... It was like a public school. Okay. It was like a third grade. I'm not, I don't know if it was a third grade, but yeah. it was well, definitely say, like, yeah. why am I a full-grown woman, a full-grown lady uh, in this class of children? And it was like, yes, in that in that moment, we were learning how to tap dance. But it was definitely yeah. like, this was our teacher for the day. So it wasn't like junior high or anything. And it wasn't a tap so dancing wait, class. You were the teacher or you no, were dancing with children. I definitely was not the teacher. I was a student. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. But you were at your age now. Yes, correct. Okay. And okay. and I knew that it was weird and, like, the kids were very accepting of it, but it, it was not – it wasn't like it was normal. Like, it was clear yeah. that a full-grown adult woman was attending class with children. And then I just said that I would compete against you in a speech. I guess that must have been my dream okay. bubbling back up, reminding me about it. There's there's a, there's a television show here of you yeah. attending elementary school. No one's not even like dressed down as a kid. Yeah. Just use an adult and no one cares and no one questions it. Yeah, there is. Yeah. Or it immediately becomes a Will Ferrell movie. I feel like that's right, right, right. The other way it can go is like, for some reason, Will Ferrell never completed third grade. Now he has to go <laughs> back and get it. Get his diploma? I'm not sure. And he takes everything too seriously. <laughs> he takes everything way too... But a romance blossoms with a single teacher. And that's weird. But funny. We're on And it. everyone cheers at their wedding at the end. By our second draft of this movie. Again, second and draft. And our third that's podcast okay. recording, which is when we'll discuss the second draft of our movie. It's going to be pure gold. Everyone knows the second draft is, is really where the gold starts 100%. to show up when you're panning for it. Yes. During your writing. First draft is just the structure. Second draft is like the actual yeah. art and words and theme yes. and motif and everything. Yes. Yep. Now, I will put the outdoor cat menagerie into the context of the Bay Area, right? Yes. That yes. is where you grew up. That's where you went to high school. Yes. I went to, yeah, so I was a, born in Iran, immigrated uh, when I was in the third grade, and then been in, was in the Bay Area for So you immigrated and immediately took over the rats. Wait, no, no, uh, th no, sorry, I, sorry, th three years Got old. It. <laughs> That's the immigrant in me being like, when you are three, you are in third grade. Uh, every age is great. Uh, okay. <laughs> no, no, three years old, three years gotcha, old. Gotcha, gotcha, uh, gotcha. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Gotcha, Damn, that would have been a story. I know. <laughs> <laughs> that would have been amazing. Also amazing that you were three when you came. And uh, only child. 
No, no. I have two older yeah. brothers. Two older brothers. We're all five years apart. Yeah. And so and created they, on a system. Gotcha. Okay. Wait. So they're five years apart from each other and you, or they're and me. So my eldest is ten years older than me. Gotcha. Yeah. So my one mom, of them. Yeah. Your middle brother might have been in third grade. When yeah, that's true. Moved. That's true. I'm glad we Maybe. were able to establish a third grader in there <laughs> sure, in the sure, mix. Sure. That makes sense. He was suspended uh, in elementary school briefly because we're immigrants. We don't know American culture. And my mom bought him a shirt that she thought was celebrating trees and life. But it was a very oversized marijuana shirt. Uh, (laughs) And he wore it in school and he didn't understand why they took him. Oh, that's amazing. That's he also amazing. got reprimanded again because in Iran, the middle finger doesn't mean anything. Our middle finger is a thumb. Uh, yeah. So if you, if an Iranian never gives you a thumbs up. Mm, it's amazing that they're that polar opposite, like that there would yeah. be a translation rather than it just being like, you know, your index finger doesn't really mean anything here, but it is the middle finger there. The fact that it would yeah. they would mean the opposite of each other is. Well, I'm not yeah. saying that uh, giving someone the middle finger is not giving someone a thumbs up in Iran, but the idea that that would be reversed here. Is, that's yeah. amazing that we would be like, but hey, he, back at you, buddy. Oh, hold on. I'm getting a phone call from my left. Okay, we're good. Yeah, that <laughs> happens to me from time to time. I'm like, can I Yeah, but I was going to say my, my brother, uh, he also got reprimanded same around the same time because he would use the middle finger all the time uh-huh. you know he'd be like point at things tell students like good job so he was like this little badass but the biggest nerd in the world <laughs> totally didn't know well, wear marijuana shirts gave middle fingers yeah. like yeah. <laughs> had a thick mustache uh-huh. for a third grader <laughs> <laughs> well that's i mean uh, that must have been i mean what a different experience depending on like they were at such different ages from each other and obviously from you moving to the United States, you sort of, I mean, I would imagine you had it the easiest just in the sense of having, you know, fewer memories of being really like displaced or trying to figure out what the heck was going on. Yeah. Both of my brothers were the science experiment before me, but I was the ultimate one in some ways because I'm the only girl Mm -hmm. and like a girl in the American culture, like American world. My parents learned about American culture from Lifetime movies, Uh truly. Like, they only knew the bad things. Like, if you go invited to any party, it means you're going to get pregnant and never right. go to grad school. Like, <laughs> if you and join a sport, it means you're going to get addicted to drugs and never go to grad school. Like, everything yeah. means you're just, yeah. It's uh, all headed downhill if you're watching a Lifetime movie. Yeah. We all did. Like, my brother's biggest challenge, my eldest one who's 10 years older, was going to American prom. Um which my mom believed prom was short for promiscuous, uh, which is a big word. Uh, and so he, uh, we went to his prom with him, like the whole family. Oh, like, so and my nice. grandma was visiting from Iran, and we were had a Toyota minivan. Oh. And he had two dates because he was like the nice like immigrant boy that uh, there was another a young lady visiting from Japan who's like the exchange student. And so the school's like, take her to the date. But he also had another date. So he took them both without telling either of them. Talk about this as a movie. (laughs) I want to see this movie. The trip over to, uh, so we had to go to San Francisco, so which I'm from the like the East Bay in, San, in the San Francisco Bay Area, which is like suburban. So to my mom going to a promiscuous dance in big old <laughs> dangerous San Francisco, it's like, hell no, you're not going by yourself. Yeah. So all of us went in this minivan. Oh, God, we waited in the parking lot. My dad was like, you have like two hours. 
And we all, all just sat in the parking lot together. My, me and my other brother were just like playing games. My grandma was asleep. <laughs> like, oh my God. What a and story. Then my, yeah. My brother did eventually, you know, he had, he had fun. He went there. He got a suit. He went with his two dates. Uh, but when he came out, it was only him. Both of his dates decided to stay because they had other rights home. <laughs> okay. <laughs> that might be for the best for everybody. Yeah. I have a few questions. Number one, yes. was the prom, like, did he go to high school in the East Bay, but then the t- school scheduled the prom, like, set the prom oh, yeah. at, like, a fancy place in San Francisco? Because that's yeah, yeah. very, that feels super fancy. Yeah, that's, uh, my prom was like that. My ball or prom, whatever it was, they're all, the big thing's always in San Francisco. Yeah. It's the city, <laughs> yeah. Even though there are a bunch of really nice halls and places <laughs> that you could go in the East Bay. But yeah, got to put it in San Francisco. Uh, yeah. Also, yeah, the idea that, God, that's just amazing. The idea that they were like, we definitely won't leave anyone at home. We are not going inside. So nobody else has to dress for it um, is amazing. And then did he take pictures? I guess he took pictures with both of the girls. I don't I don't know if there's any photographic evidence. Mm-hmm, I think mm-hmm. maybe he did inside with his yeah. friends. But, but we weren't parents who like, or my mom wasn't like excited to take photos of her young son going off to like sex land you know like <laughs> i'm sure having two dates didn't help <laughs> <laughs> things get a little crazy yeah. yeah oh my god but then they were cool by that that was 10 years they had 10 years to get used to the idea by the time you went to your prom kind uh-huh. of i luckily they also i was in a how do you say a, not a nerd uh-huh, but uh-huh. i was i would be like a I was middle class in high school. Like, mm. I was friends with everybody. Yeah, yeah. I, I went, I, pff, whoops, I went to, I was friends with the bad boy. No, I wasn't. All just the <laughs> AP kids and the non-AP kids, basically. But when it came to my prom, I think I just, I wanted to have my own experience, so I didn't really involve my parents as much. Mm. And so I went with my friend's ex-boyfriend. Uh, and then during my story, so I went with my friend's ex-boyfriend. I He asked, and yeah. I asked her, and she's like, yeah, it's fine. Yeah. And then during the dance, I we were dancing, and I saw that she was so sad. And I was like, hey, go dance with her. You're supposed to be with her. Oh. And then they went, and then they dated for like a long time again. And I, oh. so I was like the best friend of a prom story. That's also like, a movie. <laughs> these are all prom movie stories. I love them all. That's Hollywood, very sweet. I'm ready. Yeah, that's yeah, very yeah. sweet. I went I went to prom with my for I went to my then boyfriend no but like okay I dated someone part of junior year and then we broke up but then we went to senior prom together his senior prom and that was definitely like like when you when he asked you when the ex-boyfriend asked you your friend's ex-boyfriend asked you did he was it like, I just want to go with you as friends yeah. because I always loved hanging out with you even though so-and-so and I aren't together anymore. Like, this is kind yeah. of a great way for us to stay friends. And then your your friend was like, that's fine. First of all, I would never say it was fine. I'm, I am I wish to say yeah. that. I mean, I wish I could say, like, I was super liberated and just, like, cool with stuff like that. But I think I would have been the friend who was like, I'd rather you didn't. That's awkward. I know. I think in retrospect, she was definitely like, it's fine Uh like it wasn't yeah and i was like okay i got my dax my friend hey it's hal lublin and mark gagliardi (laughs) did i fool you friends yes that's right normally you would hear some promos from other maximum fun shows here but we are changing it up because it's the max fun drive 
Really quickly, what is a Maximum Fun membership? Well, when you support Max Fun, you are supporting the shows on that network directly. You have the opportunity when you join Boost or Upgrade to select the podcasts you would like to directly support. And Max Fun Drive is really just the one time of year that we put a ton of energy into letting you know how you can support my show and other shows as a member. So my friends, if you're not already, will you please join us as a member? You can join, you can upgrade, you can boost your membership, you can buy a gift membership for a friend or anonymous Max Funster, which is, of course, something that warms my heart very much to have as an option. All memberships at $5 a month or more get all of that bonus content I was talking about. I got to be part of some super fun bonus content this year, or BOCO, as we like to call it on the inside, for other podcasts. And this year, I have a special BOCO app of the podcast coming in May with Ivana Lynch and is an all-around beautiful soul. Truly, I adore her. I can't wait. Plus, there's also a BOCO fan-curated episode of some of your favorite guests and moments. Pure BOCO, pure appreciation for you, babies. And just as a reminder about the gift memberships, if you buy a gift membership for someone, the recipient also gets access to that bonus content. So what I'm looking to do this year is hit a couple of goals. If we hit 100 new boosting and upgrading subscribers who support the JV Club, and we got this with Mark and Hal, two of my dear, dear, dearest friends, we will release a bonus episode podcast crossover to decide best movie about being a teenager. It's a perfect crossover topic. Next, if we hit 200 new, I don't know what this voice is, it came out of nowhere. If we hit 200 new boosting and upgrading subscribers who support the JV Club, I'll release a special JV Reads from Her Teenage Diaries episode. Friends, if you've listened to the podcast long enough, you know I have literally stacks of diaries from when I was a teenager. I have withheld this option because they are super embarrassing. This year I'm going for it. It's a 10-year anniversary. Why not dive into weird, sad, boy and girl crazy, lost, excited, lazy, sugar-addicted JV from her teenage years? You're going to hear directly from baby me. Pretty excited about that. Also pretty scared of it. And finally, if we hit 400 new boosting or upgrading members, I'm going to host an online trivia party. I'm going to give away a bunch of Korra, Avatar The Last Airbender, and JV Club merch. You want to get in on that, my friends. So please, please join us. Become a member at MaximumFun.org slash join. To get back to my quick thing, I do think there was a point at which, like, I sort of wondered, like, I think we're just going as friends. Does he think something's going to happen? Do I think something's going to happen? Do yeah. either of us want that? Does Are we both just totally feeling ambivalent about the whole thing, but we just really like each other still, so we're going to go? So it was kind of confusing in that way. It was a, a sense of, like, uh, like uh, yeah. I, this is supposed to be romantic. We're definitely not dating. But we're not dating other people or, what you know, whatever the thing was. Yeah. It wasn't it, – it, it, it defied – the sort of tradition of of prom in a way. And then, you know, for my own prom, I just went with a couple girlfriends. It's not like I asked yeah. him in return. I wasn't going to be like, and also, let's go twice. Yeah. Did like, an- was, anything happen? No, or? nothing happened. In okay. fact, I got, I we went over to this guy's house, this guy who had graduated, you know, the year before, to his apartment in Tucson, uh, where I lived. And I took like a bong hit and got way too high and was just like, miserable <laughs> sitting on a couch at some dude I didn't even like's house with the guy I used to date as yeah. they hung out 
me in a prom dress like floating outside my body <laughs> it was awful mm-hmm. <laughs> yep it took a turn it took a turn yeah i was just gonna ask if you if you dabbled in any of that um I, it doesn't sound like it based on the fact that you were uh, no your parents weren't you worried mean, about what you might be up to behind closed doors you weren't necessarily smoking a bunch of pot or drinking booze no or no i was the best not the best i was a my goal in high school was to to leave uh-huh. the small town and yep. to, so i was like the biggest academic nerd yeah i was just like i need to i can't stay here i have big dreams in my life yeah so no no dabbling i didn't have alcohol until my 21st birthday it was a strawberry daiquiri uh-huh. Boone's farm <laughs> amazing <laughs> only short of it being a wine cooler is a strawberry yeah. daiquiri it was, it was a gateway though game. Yeah, it was a gateway because it let it let me to Mike's hard lemonade. <laughs> <laughs> you did turn to the hard stuff. It's yeah. all it's in the title. It's in the name of the drink. That's how hard it is. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. That's amazing. And did you continue with speech speech and debate starting uh, around the time that you gave a gold medal to a rat? Yeah, I mean, because you know, I I also came from a family that was very academic, and the I, I always just knew I wanted to do. I just loved acting or love the entertainment stuff and I loved writing and I love being creative, but that's not something necessarily in the Iranian culture that's uh, praised or not worried about. And so sure. I, I did do speech and debate because uh, it, it was the only way I could do drama. Oh, okay. I, and, I okay. Did, and I did do mock trial because it was the only way I could do drama again. Like I acted, I pretended to be a lawyer. So to me, it was like being act, like I acting. It. I love it. And my parents were like, oh, great. You're going to go to law school. But I was like, right. no. <laughs> we're t- I mean, yeah, we're interpreting sure. this in a much different way than yeah. you are about this experience that you're having. Because I had, I had some drama in, was it, I forget, it was elementary school or middle school in which I really more than anything wanted to do drama. Uh, and... I my mom told me like if your dad finds out he's gonna kick you out of the house. Yikes. And I think, yeah, and so I secretly was like a stage manager. Like Ugh. that's like that's how the only way I got to do drama. So yeah. I didn't do any drama or anything. I just wasn't allowed to because my parents were like, oh, if you do, if she does something like that, she's gonna become an actor. Little did they know <laughs> if you tell a kid not to do something. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, there's something to that. It could yeah, have gone so worse gonna, for yeah. them. It could have gone worse for them. Um, I mean, you could have rebelled so hard against whatever rules that they had imposed that, you know, you did develop like a drug problem and stuff or gotten pregnant. Like it could have gone a lot of ways that it didn't. The fact that your rebellion was to quietly stage manage a play is (laughs) they're very lucky. (laughs) They're very lucky. Also, the drama kids and I were a a little different, Uh, (laughs) Uh different breeds of people. Uh, They're great. They're wonderful. I didn't know any show tunes and. That's all they knew, and I felt very excluded the yeah. entire time. Listen, if you could, like, in my high school, it was not a constructed enough department that there was, I mean, I think people who really wanted to sing were definitely not in the drama department. They were absolutely in, like, choir or whatever, because there wasn't, like, yeah. a musical theater thing. But, um, but yeah, I mean, going to college and, and experiencing the musical theater majors, uh, that was such a different type of person than most of the drama majors yeah um, I mean it's the cliche yeah. I exists I, I think like for that, a reason yeah. you know yeah but yeah but mock trial was I don't know it was it was a very fun because I'm a very small petite human 
I'm two foot one. I was kidding. <laughs> Four inches long. Um, I'm five foot one. And I was even more petite then. And I would be the prosecution attorney. I so I, so much. as like an eighth, as a 10th grader, got to become like this badass bitch. I mean, that was I like, love it. yes or no? Answer the question. <laughs> I would like to like, whatever, whatever. I forget it all. Yeah. But so does that, uh, if you forget it all, does that mean you don't remember the types of cases that you would be, that you guys would be mock trying? Like how? It was one, it was like, it was, it would it be like a murder? Cliff. Like that would be, there was a murder. There was, there was murder. 100% oh, murder. Hey. Yeah. It was. Then that really a, is like play acting slash drama because there's something, yeah. that, because that's so intense that like, it's hard to imagine that playing out in like a real life courtroom way when it's yeah like, well what's teenagers. fun is you got to go to an actual courthouse and you get to a judge would be an actual judge would be there to like grade you okay uh, oh yeah oh they probably loved to, that they were probably I wore, like, like this a little is the power most fun suit? part of my day i know yeah. little like little kids being like sustain uh-huh. <laughs> those are judges but it was it was great it was just yeah it was my way of being able to to act for the first uh-huh. time for sure yeah for sure yeah. and it takes i mean i'm i've said it before on the podcast i'm so intimidated by speech and debate and something like mock trial that like i i to me that felt like real life conflict instead yeah. of and competition instead of acting which felt much safer cuz people were just like you know pretending to utterly be someone else in a written play type environment but did you know was prosecutor like the way to go for you from the get go were you like oh yeah uh if, if yeah. i have my pick i'm for sure going to be the prosecutor i don't want to be the defense oh, yeah. attorney i don't want what else is there is there what else are you if you're doing mock trial are are there teenagers being judges and teenagers being like, I can't imagine that mock trial is that fun for the person who's the defendant who's, like, told by right. their lawyer not to ever testify because then you're just sitting a, next to someone. Yeah, there's, like, the prosecutor's defense and you have, like, multiple attorneys on each side. And then you have people acting like witnesses or, like, the defendant. and But the judges were... I forget either. They were actual judges and people in law who were just volunteering their time. Yeah. And speech and debate, it was parents, which was always a little weird. Oh, yeah. Because it was always just be like tired parents like, oh, <laughs> like a Lincoln Douglas debate about abortion or something. They're like, oh, very fun. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, and then so doing the, yeah, having the experience of, oh, gosh, your parents really must have been so excited knowing that you were going to a courtroom. <laughs> right. They're like, they're like the future, Mujan's she future. Could, she is going so hard into the law that she is going to courtrooms in high school. Yeah. This is happening. What did you have to, was it, did you have to have one specific conversation with them about this where you had to sort of like break their hearts or was it just something you sort of let play out as you were like, and now I'm in college, by the way, not majoring in law or pre-law. Oh, no. Yeah, I would continue. Uh, I continued my life for a long time at, <laughs> in college. I studied like, and I was interested in political economics. You know, sure. I'm still interested. Yeah. And I applied to grad school and got a cup and got in a couple <laughs> times <laughs> but i i kept i broke my mom's heart so many times yeah. but and she even i think they finally like have given up recently in the past three years uh-huh. in my mid-30s now just like <laughs> realizing i'm not gonna seek a profession like that yeah but but yeah but i i did like improv and sketch in college and i also kept that a lie Ugh. uh yeah, which is, and my brother would come see me perform, but I was just like so scarred from like when I was younger and that like my dad telling me I couldn't do drama and it's like, 
that's what not they, they didn't say these words but it's like what loose women do <laughs> sure like, which yeah, by the like, way yeah which is so it's so interesting because and and i don't know if you want to like wade into this conversation right now but um i was just listening to i am like a big you know true crime but sort of more yeah. criminal justice reform podcast listener i don't listen to like what I would consider to be like this kind of trashier stuff or like the exploitative or even just the gossipy stuff like, oh, yeah. you'll get a load of this case. Like, I don't really listen to that stuff. But um, in this, I, I've been like contributing to Adnan Syed's uh, defense fund for a while. Yeah. yeah. And um, and Rabia will like, you know, post updates and stuff. And uh, a couple months ago, she posted something on Patreon that was like, you know, I'm letting you guys know this before anyone else does. Obviously, before not before everyone in her life and profession, but uh, for the general public, like, I just I can't tell you much more than this, but it's gonna be a really good year for Adnan. And 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 so I got so excited, and I like ended up listening to her audiobook for like the third or fourth time, and the Adnan uh, Adnan story. Book. Anyway, the whole point of all of this is just the idea of like the way we other um, immigrants and, you know, people like obviously his family's Pakistani, but a similar idea of like, you know, you can't go to the dance. Um, right. We're going to follow you to the dance. We're going to walk in and walk into the dance. And people, you know, interpret those things as being like oh how repressive or oh it's so you know oh these foreigners like they really they're so tough on their kids and all that when like so there's so many parents that are just like white bread american parents who are like you'll never become an actress like you'll never become an actress but but at the same time you don't want to discount like of course there are different cultural traditions and of course there are different cultural pressures and there are different values placed on different things so you don't want to ignore that it's just always yeah. an interesting conversation to sort of like recognize that there are so many things that you know could play out across the board regardless of specific culture and not and yeah. not just be like oh i guess your parents were like super irani that sounds really hard <laughs> like oh i guess that must have yeah. been hard for you like well i think yeah i think it took me a you know a while to realize uh, that you know all their fear and everything that they had it's because you know they come to this you know people come to this country they don't really understand it and if you're getting your education from lifetime or you only hear bad things you only hear the 10 o'clock news you want your kids to do something you know that is safe. Like, you know what it takes to be an engineer. You know yeah. what it takes to be a doctor. You know that's, like, a good future. You Absolutely. want a good future for your kids. And so, like, I mean, I even, like, this is, you know, entertainment in any way, unless you're very lucky, is a very risky, like, choice to make in life. For sure. Yeah. Well, uh, yeah, I guess yeah. you're right. That's the ultimate, the ultimate I told you so. It's like, I mean, they're not, it's not like they were wrong. Like, this is what yeah. I want to oh, no, do no, and no. I'm going to do it. But... Yeah. You can understand for, why their fears are, you know, justified. 100%. So. Also, for most of my life, my mom uh, has been my accountant. So she, <laughs> she, I can't lie. I can't be like, I had a great year, mom. <laughs> she be like, really? Did you? Okay. You owe $7 million. <laughs> but, but yeah, but it's like, uh, it, I just, I had to just work even harder for, for them to realize like, it's a it's something I really like I have I couldn't like fall back on anything. It's like I have to do this. I have to now really, really do this. Right, 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 right. <laughs> it would be amazing. Again, I don't know why we keep writing all these great first drafts of movies and I can't wait for the know, second right. draft on. But the idea of you continuing both things like to their fruition, like the idea yeah. of the sort of double lifeness of it where you truly <laughs> do become a successful writer and podcaster and comedian and a performer 
in the realm that you do exist in but like you just didn't know how to tell your parents so you also got a law degree and like you have to like work part-time I would watch that movie I would watch that movie my mom whenever I tell her about like another Iranian who's in the entertainment industry she's always like okay but what degree did they get and then my friend I have a friend who like works for the daily show and she's like what degree did you get and I'm like yeah he went to law school like <laughs> god damn it <laughs> or like yeah he, they, she does have a PhD it's like <laughs> so many people have got on is like yeah they just in case yeah. they become a medical doctor yes. but now they write for <laughs> they do sketch yeah <laughs> so they have their degree but that might be this could have set their yeah. families back a ton of money that yeah. you know you it's, I, I had some friends that. over there were, my mom was visiting New York many, many years ago, and I choose to wanted to see my friends and have dinner with them. And I did warn my friends. I'm like, she's going to ask you what grad or like BA, just like what degree you have. Yeah. Even if you don't have one, just make it up. Yes. And then all my friends are like, yes, I am a scientist. Uh-huh. <laughs> like, they all just like made it up. And my mom always asks about them. She's like, how is Rika the scientist? Oh, I'm like, she's no. doing well. How was her peer-reviewed <laughs> journal post that she <laughs> towards tenure oh, yeah, yeah. did your competition did the did the competition of mock trial uh also appeal to you did you did was there yeah. a, that competitive streak oh hell yeah <laughs> <laughs> i wanted to destroy the other uh-huh. side i love just making people cry like i right. love being up just being that person who's like I believe you're lying. And, like the other person being like, I'm just memorizing lines. I don't know. <laughs> well, it's just, be- you know, because especially with sketch and improv, it's so collaborative and it's so supportive and everybody's sort of like it only works if you're lifting each other up, you know. And yeah. so but at the same time, there's no reason that that would need to apply to mock trial because I could also see you being like, I mean, these technically aren't my people. Like, right. I'm right, an right. actor. Therefore, <laughs> eat it. Bite yeah. this. That's right. You know? <laughs> it was a monologue nobody asked for. Uh-huh. <laughs> you? Opening and closing arguments. Yeah. Can't get more monologue than that. That's fair. There was a time I was actually seriously considering going, being an FBI agent because oh, I yeah. loved the X-Files growing up. Yes. So and I wanted to be Scully. Yeah. And so I looked into being a coroner because I'm like, maybe I want to be a coroner. <laughs> and then it. when I was when we were in, I was in middle school, I think we went to our my first ever trip to the East Coast to like New York and Rhode Island. We we're visiting colleges for my brother and we went to Washington, D.C. And we took a tour of the FBI building like that was. <gasps> oh. But then what I learned is they're like, hi, yeah, we're looking mainly for people who do accounting. Uh-huh. Um, just a lot of, please, if you're, we need accountants, yeah. we just need a lot Our of Our UFO people. department is uh, pretty full <laughs> up right about now. Yeah, it's just a lot of paperwork. Uh-huh. Uh, please join. Please, please. We need more people. But I had like That's the Quantico like brochure. Like I was oh. like, learning to run the mild to get ready. To, yeah. Like, Got to go that Clary them, but... Starling stuff going on that yeah. we see in yeah. Times of the Lambs. I even took an administration of justice class in high school just to understand like all of crime. I and, think like... I would have liked that if that had been offered to me too. Yeah. It was a it was a community college class, and I think I was in ninth grade, uh-huh. and I was taking it, and oh, I looked like great. it was four years old. Yeah, and uh, we did again. A, God, um, you just could not have misled your parents more, whether you intended to <laughs> right, or not. Right, 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 right. Uh, 
And one of the things we had to do for an assignment was to do a, uh, during the night, uh, to do like a patrol, like a, a police, like join them, like for a night to like see what their job is oh like. Oh my gosh. And so everyone else went to Oakland, went to Richmond, went to San Francisco. They have like, they came back with these like amazing stories of like, you know, whatever they were doing. And I, my parents would never let me, a ninth grader yeah. going out yeah. in the middle of the night no. from who? Uh-huh. So I, I did... A ride with a police officer in Pleasanton, which sounds exactly <laughs> like it is, at 12 o'clock on a Saturday. <laughs> and all they did was just take me to the mall and oh show me, God. like, the security around the mall. Yes. And then one of the people at the mall just showed me security guards they were friends with was like, hey, do you want to see Rotten.com? And I was like, what? <laughs> and then they showed me, as a ninth grader, uh, Rotten.com. And that was it. That was oh. what I learned. And then did you have to write up? that like did you yeah. have to, you had yeah. to report on that yeah how did that go I, did you try I, to embellish it and try to make it a little more daring you than i think so yeah. i think at one point we hung out with other cops we met up with them and they just hung out uh-huh. and then at one point one of them got a call about like an opioid thing uh-huh, uh-huh. and they left so that's me i probably wrote about like what i heard uh-huh. cops do <laughs> and i remember i went uh, back to their station and I was just like, they were like, oh, you want to be a cop? I was like, oh, I just want to be an FBI agent. They're like, oh. I was like, yeah, my my grade point average is four <laughs> points. And they're like, yeah, you don't. The fuck are you doing here? Like, get out of here. <laughs> like, <laughs> we get enough snobs like you in the actual get FBI. <laughs> oh, that's amazing. Okay, uh, before I get into this MASH game, I do want to establish what I think you've sort of already implied, which is that probably you also weren't dating a ton um, oh hell no! Yeah, oh, hell no! <laughs> Did you have your first date with a strawberry daiquiri on your twenty-first birthday? Uh, yes, we held hands. <laughs> no, I, I secretly. I don't, I don't know if my mom will hear this. She doesn't even know, honestly. Uh, like well, I had my first official boyfriend in like college for a while, and she didn't. Uh, she thought you were still weren't dating. No, I mean she gets it. Yeah, even now she's like, "How was your friend?" And uh-huh. She's like, "She knows." Yeah, she knows. Yeah, and so. I remember I I was dating someone then, and uh, he we went to the same college, but he lived in the same like town near me, and it was during Christmas break, and I was like I'm gonna go visit my this this friend of mine. She's like, what if somebody sees you? I'm like, what are you talking about? Oh. We're going to Starbucks. She's like, what if one of the other Iranians in town see you? And I'm like, what are you, what Victorian life? <gasps> like, she's like, just be careful. I'm like, it's. It's two o'clock. Oh, <laughs> yeah. that's amazing. We're going to get a Frappuccino. Like, nothing's going to happen. No, not, no dating at all or any sort of activities in high school. That's why I never related to, like, all these high school, like, story, like movies and yeah. television shows. That's because you're going to so have like, to make all of you, these stories I've heard that you're going to have to Right. I'm like, what parties existed? People are like, going to But so many people identify with that, you know? I just feel yeah. like so many people identify with your experience. Truly. Um, I do. And also, you know, I don't know if it's like, I don't know how I would have felt about your mom if we had gone to high school together, but everything you're telling me just makes me love your family. Like there's nothing about that that doesn't, you know, just, it just sounds kind of wonderful. Like, you know, I wouldn't want, I guess I wouldn't want those kinds of restrictions necessarily, but especially when it's someone else's parent, like, you know, even parents that, you know, I would go to their house and be like, ugh, I hate my mom. She's so, you know, she won't let me do this and that. I would be like, I mean, I think she's pretty great. Like, I was such a <laughs> person who, like, I still empathized with parents. Like, I mean, it must, you must be a nightmare. So you yeah. can't really blame her. <laughs> like, you know. But it's funny. It's like, as I've gotten older, my mom has changed. Like, she's become more like 
the girlfriend, like the friend, and we would go to like shopping or something. She'd be like, "What about that cute boy?" I'm like, "Mom, oh, no, make it up for last time. Set up, set me up. Happening? Yeah, get up on that Bouchon. <laughs> go. Like, who are you? <laughs> I had to buy like a present for a friend's um, a bachelorette party, and she came with me. She's like, "Let's go to Victoria's Secret. Get there something oh, good." I'm like, "Who are you, Mom? <laughs> Ew." <laughs> is she still watching lifetime movies and is she getting some of it from those i mean now she's watching my mom she's watching uh turkish soap operas so maybe hey guys it's travis mcelroy and <laughs> get you again it's actually just me again i want to talk to you a little bit more about max fun drive and i want to share something that someone wrote to me That really serves as a pretty good example of some of the beautiful, beautiful missives that I receive from JV Club listeners and that I've been receiving for the last 10 years. This comes from Amy. I've been entertained by the JV Club for years. I think I originally started listening because of the nostalgia factor, especially with MASH. I love the shit out of that game. For a while now, I've fallen asleep to your show every night. That definitely sounds like an insult. It isn't. I guess your conversations with people are like a warm blanket to me at this point. Or a Valium. Or melatonin. Weed? Something that makes you laugh and feel like everything's going to be okay, then tucks you in for a decent night's rest. Also, I really appreciate how you've thrown in some conversations about your experience with your mom's dementia. I've been going through that with my mom for almost two years, and one of the most painful things is that people get all squirmy when I talk about it. In summation, thanks for all the things. I hope you podcast for at least another 10 years. Amy, what an amazing email. I won't dig too deep into this, but of course, my mom did pass away in 2021. And when last year's Max Fun Drive was happening, I was a puddle of emotion and appreciation at all of the support all of you listeners showed to me, not just by supporting Maximum Fun, but just emotionally supporting me after that loss. So knowing that things that get discussed on the podcast feel familiar and help people feel seen. Shout out to Feeling Seen, a great other podcast on Maximum Fun, is really one of the deepest uh, gifts of my life. Woo! No, I'm not going to cry. Okay, let's continue talking about all the uplifting stuff that Maximum Fun brings you during Max Fun Drive. Let's talk about stuff. Let's talk about gifts. Not just gifts for your ears, but gifts for your hands, eyes, and more. Of course, at $5 a month, you receive all of the bonus content and all of the past episodes from so, so many fine, fine, fine Maximum Fun podcasts. And then this year, if you join or upgrade to $10 a month, you also get this fabulous patch. You can choose the JV Club patch. I highly encourage you to. It is quite darling. It's in this beautiful range of blues. It is a fabulous fortune teller slash cootie catcher. Hard to describe, but uh, you know what it is. It's that folded piece of paper with all the numbers on it. It's so fantastically done. I absolutely love it. I didn't think there was anything I could love more than our pins, but I may love our patches more. And then there is a very, very special gift indeed. If you join or upgrade to $20 a month, you will receive a creativity kit. I love it so much. That includes a pair of custom Blackwing pencils, a colorful lump of modeling clay, a set of fun postcards, and a beautifully illustrated deck of cards featuring activity ideas from each show to inspire creativity and connection. I'm very, very, very excited about uh, my podcast contribution to the creativity kit. And if you're wondering, is it a customized, fabulous MASH game I can play either by myself or with others? The answer is quite possibly sing-song voice. 
So as if just getting all of the content for your ears, brain, and heart wasn't enough, you will also get those special gifts if you join or upgrade at $10 a month or join or upgrade at $20 a month. So if you aren't already, will you please join us as a member? You can do that so easily at MaximumFun.org join. That's MaximumFun.org join. All right, let's get into this mash game. I feel like I just want to rip right into the crushes section okay. just because I have now this image of your mom advising you on yeah. uh, guys that you should quote unquote get up on. Um, three, Let me, can yeah, I ask oh, you yeah, a question yeah, yeah, yeah. about mash? Just yeah. I feel like I uh, is should I how should I play it? Like should I play it well or give my you know or the real I, way you play mash? No, like bad I don't stuff like bad or... stuff. That's not okay. what this is about. This is about like you're going to get one of three great things that okay. you want. I don't know why okay. that's baked in. I guess I do know why it's baked in, but um, that always seemed f- futile to me. Like, it just seemed fruitless. It was like, oh, right. so this thing that's about, like, wish fulfillment and fantasy and, like, thinking about things you love has to be, like, smack. You have to get smacked in the face also by, like, ending up with a thing that you don't want. Um, yeah. I'm, I, it just felt like, but there's other games that make you feel bad. Why does this have to be one? Right, you know right. what I mean? Um, not that any of this has that high of stakes. but uh, So I say just give all answers that you'd be pleased okay. with. Um, okay, okay. So give me three crushes. Give me three characters. They can be characters, cartoons, uh, historical figures. It doesn't matter. Anybody, three, that you sure. would like to have some romantic or sexy times with in this alternate universe. Sure. Uh, when I was younger, I went through various uh, pop culture crushes, and one was a young John Cusack. Oh, sure. Was one. Yes, indeed. Um, Better Off Dead was one of my favorite movies. Oh, it's so good. I mean, that is his... You know what's so sad about that? This Speaking of slaps in the face, but, like, I hate that he's not more proud of that movie. Like, I don't know what's going yeah. on there, but it's so good, and it's so funny, and so strange, and Savage Chief Holland right, is, like, the nicest guy ever. And, yeah, yeah, he has, like, this... He has, like, won't, won't talk about it and stuff. Mm-mm. And I'm just like, guy, no. It's such a good movie. Give us the think, gift of know, just yeah. at least saying, like, I recognize that it's a special movie. It just, you know, I yeah. I feel like I've become more serious actor since then, blah, 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 whatever you want. Yeah. But yeah. don't insult us by, like, shitting on this thing that is so beloved. Okay. John Cusack okay. in Better Off Dead. Yeah. Uh, boy, what is a crush? Who do I crush? <laughs> what are feelings towards other people? Um, uh, I will go... Uh, <laughs> uh, let's go with um, if Barack Obama had like a brother. Oh sure, uh, that wasn't into politics. Great name like uh, uh, Bill. Uh-huh. I mean, I just have Obama's bro, which sort of Obama's sounds like bro? it could be an improv team name. <laughs> sure, sure, sure. Obama's bro. Okay. And then this other crush um, is the ultimate crush, which is like the human personification of forever having health care. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I'm going to name that person just Heath. 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 Because that is health without an L. I'm, I Thank just wanna, you. I want to recognize you. that. I they are that. like so, <laughs> so like, like very fit, but they will, you know, yes. they work on themselves and they're so giving. Uh, forever this is brilliant with no premiums possibly like. the most brilliant use of this category to date <laughs> heath i love it uh on let's go into the also related to uh wish fulfillment and things that you can have 
in perpetuity, not unlike the health care that we all long for, uh, three foods that in this reality are either bad for you, bad for the environment, or just like, you know, something that you got once long ago far away and have never been able to have again. In this world, we're giving you these things okay. with zero ramifications. Okay, great, because I have a lot of food allergies. Yeah, um, <laughs> we can relate on that. Cool, cool, cool. I'm very lactose intolerant, so I would like to... Um, have a Sunday split. I haven't oh, had one. Yeah. You know, Ghirardelli Square in yes. San Francisco, they had the earthquake. Yeah. So the ability to like eat an earthquake and just go on in my day, yes. you know? And by the way, every time there's an earthquake in San Francisco, someone, it happens to someone while they're eating an earthquake. That makes me <laughs> 100% weirdly yeah. happy. Uh, okay, Sunday split. Great. Give me two more. Okay. Uh, what other food allergies do I have? Um, I, I, uh, boy. I'm, I have a wheat tolerance, too, yep. apparently. This is a new thing. I did a prick test, yeah. how lovely it is to be an adult yes. um, and gain allergies. So honestly, like, I can't. I, and because this is lactose in it, and this is a sad thing to admit, pizza. Yes, pizza. Yeah, Absolutely. Pizza. Like a really good, I love a grandma slice, like a thick slice. Oh, okay. Is that yeah. what that's called, a grandma slice? But yeah, it's not Sicilian. deep dish. It's it's different. It's no, Sicilian. it's a square. Yeah. Like a square. Oh, great, yeah, great, yeah, great, yeah, yeah. great, great. Okay, beautiful. I didn't know that was called a grandma slice. Those are good. Yeah, grandma? Yeah. Good time. Okay. Maybe it's a New York thing. I'm not sure. And then I'm going to say that and someone's going to tell me I'm wrong. Uh-huh. I don't know anything I take back. I apologize for I always. Don't I'm you so dare. sorry. Don't you dare. <laughs> okay. Pizza. Great. Third one. And the last one is uh, to live in a world where like, you know, the food in uh, uh, Peter Pan, the movie, the Peter Pan movie Hook. Yes. Like that, like clay or like. Play-Doh, that's food. Oh, yeah. I'd like, I'd like that to be real. Okay, great. Real. I'd like to eat real Play-Doh. <laughs> Play-Doh. Uh, okay, I probably over-explained that to myself so I would remember. It looks weird anyway. Okay, uh, next category, let's do three... <laughs> let's do three jobs that you portray in something not unlike being a prosecutor. So three jobs okay. that you get to pretend you have. And maybe that even gives you like some insight into what it would actually be like to do those jobs. But it is you performing that performing. that job so that you're not stuck being that thing for the rest of your career. Okay. Um, I would like to be a superhero woman who's also has the ability to do surgery. Uh-huh. <laughs> For those who can't see, uh, (laughs) Ujad lifted up each hand and made scissors with her first two fingers and then snipped into the air (laughs) to show surgery. Yeah. That's what surgery is, right? Just loose. I'm going to put super surgeon and we'll both remember just exactly what that means. Okay. Next one. Um, This horrifies me. I don't know if I could ever. A lot of people are into flying planes. I think that's terrifying. I would like to. Or a pilot. The idea of being a pilot. Great. And then finally, like a like an old withered architect, like sun, like my skin is just fucked up, but in a like because I've lived life kind of way, yeah. And I'm always just like looking up for my like safari hat uh-huh. or like whatever the UV hat that I have. Okay, uh, speaking of living life and perhaps traveling the world, as I'm sure this withered architect must have yes. to get inspiration from all over, uh, three places in the world that you would love to have a second home, and we can sort of teleport you there. So, getting there. Fantastic. Amazing. Um, I would say, let's say the coastline of Portugal. Great. <laughs> I think it is, so, and I am, I'm really, I really want to go to Portugal. Yeah. Portugal. I've been to Lisbon. 
It's, you have? I've never even been the, to Lisbon. I mean, I just I feel uh, very drawn there for some reason. Yeah. The, it's it's affordable, and they have amazing soups. Uh-huh. <laughs> I mean, I, I do soup. love a soup. I do yeah. love a soup. That when I was I was just on the Joko cruise, and I w- I received the question during my sort of office hours Q and A after I did my podcast. Um, someone said, "What's your favorite soup?" And then everyone kind of chuckled, oh. like, "Oh, that's kind of a joke question." And then I launched into the whole thing about Tom Ka yeah. Thai coconut oh, milk yes. soup and how I want oh, to yes. try every single Thai restaurant's coconut soup see what their ratio of this to that is mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and and then I asked the crowd what their favorite soup was and a lively discussion ensued so yeah. we were all the joke was on us because it turned out to be one of the best questions of the entire Q&A and people yeah. thought it was like a, a joke question no soup is more than just yes. tomato or chicken noodle there's so many different types oh, of yeah. international oh, soups yeah. yeah love soup um okay great so Portugal for their soups and more uh two okay. more Oh boy! Uh, ba ba boop. Can I? Uh, let's do. Uh, let's do the countryside near London. Great. Yes, I think that's a great distinction. You get both. Thank you. Thank City you. and country. Thank you. City and country. And number three. I will go to a place that is called. Where else do I go <laughs> in the world? Anywhere I want to go. Yes, I'm thinking. Indeed. How about an airplane? Okay. <laughs> I would live in a yes. in an RV in a flying it's RV. The, yeah, it's the airplane, airplane version of an RP. That uh, RP. Yeah, an RV. Yeah. That's great. That's great. Like in uh, uh, what is it? Um, s- you know. Never mind. In that movie, in that movie with the the doves and broomsticks, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. flying bed. It's a flying bed. Uh, okay, next one. Let's do three. Uh, let's do three talents that you would like to have that you either feel you have none of now, or that you have but you would like to have uh, embellished and have it be an even stronger uh, talent. Sure, I would like to um, be able to climb a mountain with my bare hands. Great. I would like to be able to fall asleep on an airplane. Girl, That's a talent, I believe. That's I a superpower agree. to me. I, it is a superpower. I want it to. But also be aware of danger. Like not yeah. just like pass out. But yeah. like if if need be. Yeah. If a loose hand goes on me, I like am aware. Yeah. Um, and I want oh, to be so able to uh, to adjust my height Ooh, if need be. Oh, yes. Height adjustment. <laughs> Wonderful. <laughs> That would have served me uh, a few times in life as well. I can relate to that, um, being on the taller end of the spectrum. Right. Uh, okay. Next one. Let's do three friends from fiction. Could be from a movie. Could be from books. Uh, three friends we can bring out from their respective um, fictional places and give to you in real life. It could sure. be animals, uh, whatever uh, you want. Uh, Dana Catherine Scully. Yes. I think would be- she How would dare like, maybe you not- throw her middle name in Dana Catherine Scully. Thank you for those in the know. We are close friends. I She doesn't talk to me a lot. Uh-huh, she goes missing. Uh-huh, yeah. And she's like obsessed with someone. I'm just like, Jesus Christ, just do him. Uh-huh. Um, anyway, it's a frustrating relationship, but she's there Great. for me if I need her. Um, I, uh, another character in my life. I'm like, what is television? What are things? Yeah, but yeah, that's um, why I'm saying like it could be someone from a book. Like it could be like, you know, uh, Garfield. That's a probably not an example of that's something actually that a good you know, idea. someone no. would pick. <laughs> what a bummer to have Garfield around all the time. 
He's such a negative He's Nancy. Such a negative uh, Nancy. Um, I would go with Elizabeth Bennett from Pride and Prejudice. Oh, yes, indeed. I'll yes. go ahead and put Lizzie Bennett if you don't mind. Thank you. I would put a good Lizzie My Bennett. My pleasure. Thank you. Um, and then I would finally go with one of the dragons in Game of Thrones. Great. I didn't really watch the show, uh-huh. but I feel like they have such a motherly kind. In like, they feel for their. They're very their loyal. Yeah, they're very, very loyal. loyal. There's definitely there's clearly love and like a something more going on yes. than just like and they would protect me they're like a version of a cat that is just giant absolutely know? and yeah. and in all and in all other ways very different from a cat but yes just like yes. a cat and i apologize to the game of thrones <laughs> fandom i do not know the name of these dragons i again i respect i watched you all of it and, and i definitely don't know the names of the dragons at all right. uh maybe i would if it was closer to the series but i doubt it um also, but i would name this dragon susan okay great all right great uh susan the dragon Now, I this is fresh in my mind because I, for some reason, got into a a jag yesterday where I couldn't stop trying to talk like an Aardman character, like Wallace and Gromit Mm -hmm. or like Creature Comforts, where, you know, to just see their teeth, like both sets of teeth, and they're like pondering, (laughs) and they don't like wolves because they find them scary. So... Three animations that you can jump into and you get to sort of be uh, an animated version of Mujan. So it could be, you know, right. Disney animation specific to this one particular movie. It could be The Simpsons. What's a, The Simpsons version of you? Uh, I have it's been made very clear just now. I want to see the claymation of myself in the Ardman universe so bad. Yes. I really want to see what that looks like. Three for you. Okay. Um... I uh, I don't know if I want to live in this world. It's one of my favorite television shows. Uh, and the character Carl has inspired many characters that I do. But Aqua Teen Hunger Force. Oh, great. I would like there to be like a weird, dirty version of me. Oh, my God. Like Who, yeah. What would you maybe you wouldn't even be. Maybe you would be like an item. Yeah. You know. Oh, that's very cool. Like a cold brew. Yeah. Yeah. Like a hard lemonade. <laughs> like a hard lemonade. Mike's hard lemonade. <laughs> great. Um, I, when I was growing up, I was really fearful, truly, of the movie Brave Little Toaster, but I would like to take that back and also be an appliance Great. in Brave Little Toaster. Great. Kind of to confront my fears. What was scary okay, about just, it? I don't think I've ever seen Brave I, Little Toaster. I went to like a, you know, there's a lot of story. I know. I I was always afraid of sleepovers. Uh-huh. Um, oh, yeah, sure. And I remember watching that movie and something about the loud appliances. Uh-huh. There's like a scene with a vacuum, I think. I think okay, I've watched it in my mind. It. But I would like to reapproach it now as an adult. Yeah. Through, I've done work, you know, I'm ready for yes. it, you know. Let's let's Brave let's, little toaster. Uh, I love it. Okay. Um and uh let's, you know, I was like, oh no, I'm not gonna do Aladdin. That's like too much. That's too everyone saying do Aladdin. I'm not gonna do Aladdin. I'm more come on animation. There's more stories for us <laughs> than just Aladdin. Uh, we're grateful for that. Um yeah. I you know what? I'll do the animated version of The Lion King oh, yeah. and be an animal of some Oh, sort. absolutely. Great. And never go to that part of town that I'm not supposed yeah, to. Yeah, you're not going to you're going to be fine. You're safe and yeah. you're tucked away and safe in all of these. Yeah. Um okay, and then final category, let us do ooh, three I mean, I think I'm going to do this to you just for like the Mission to Zix fans. Give sure. me like something in the sci-fi realm, like either three, we could do either three, you can help me pick this, three like mm-hmm. sci-fi places you'd love to be able to go to or three sci-fi characters that you would love to like, you know, bring into your reality or just something else that sort of... Uh, uh, Maybe th- sci-fi get- aliens? Yeah, sci-fi aliens. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. 
three that you um, get to encounter and you're oh, safe great. no okay. matter what. So I I like different variations of aliens. So I like the alien and arrival a lot. Oh, I yeah. think that's a very unique way. Yes. And also I like the 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 way that the aliens presented themselves in contact, oh, which was yeah. like as her father. So it's like yes. presenting yourself in a way that's recognizable. I love that movie so much. Oh, my Contact it's, is it's one like, of my favorite movies. Oh, I love it so it's much. It's just so good. I watched it so many times as a kid. It, and also, she's just amazing. She's Everything's flawless. Amazing. She's flawless. Yes. Yeah. Um, and then another alien is, and then we can just have, um, kind of, I don't know if this is an alien, but in Dune, mm-hmm. the like the just the little bug creatures they have, okay. kind of like the deadly bug creatures. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm gonna change. It. I'm gonna go with the the sand the the worm in Dune. Yeah, let's get those sandworms in there. That's almost like yeah. a, that's like a sand dragon in a way, kind yeah. of. Yeah, exactly. Sandworm. Okay, great. Uh, give me a give me what you would currently describe. Uh, doesn't have to be long term, but what do you feel like your favorite color is right now? Okay. Yellow. Okay, I would say yellow. Okay, great. Will you, as I calculate your 100% guaranteed MASH alternate universe future, Oof. will you okay. please tell everyone things you were working on, places to go, people to see? Sure. No. All, mostly centered <laughs> around you, if possible. Sure. Okay. I mean, go to national parks. Uh-huh. Then you can <laughs> I've always wanted to go to mountains uh, anywhere. Uh, but yes, uh, hi, I'm Ujan Zulfagari. You can hear me on the last season of Mission to Six, which is a maximum fun uh, podcast, sci-fi space drama. We're having a final show, our final season. We're having our final episodes out, but we'll have hopefully more live shows in the future. I play Bargy in, in addition to a million other characters on there. Um, I just finished producing and writing for a show called The Helpsters, which is on Apple TV, which is like an at Muppets version of a nice. Sesame show. And I live with puppets for like the last six months in New York, which is really oh, fun. So puppeteers great. are amazing people. Shout out to all the puppeteers out there. Shout out. Um, yeah. And uh, and I will be a voice of gremlins in the background of Mogwai whenever the new animated um Gremlin show on HBO comes out. That's very uh, so exciting. So I will be some Mogwais in the background. I would but love also, to be able to brag that I was a Gremlin slash Mogwai. Yeah. And you can find me, uh, truly you'll be disappointed, online. <laughs> uh, I don't really do much. At Mujanzi on Instagram. Get ready to be like, okay. Um, and then, or at Bargerian Jade my, on Twitter as my character. And again, get ready to be like, fine. You know what? The uh, absence <laughs> the absence of social media presence is far better than, uh, why did I follow her? She tweets every five seconds and it's clogging up my feed. That's my... That's true. As a person who spends zero time looking at anyone else's feed, I assume that's <laughs> the case. I just have to assume that's right. the case. I wish I could be that person but i'm not um and also you know i'm currently available um and if you want me seek out my reps and we'll make a deal great 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 <laughs> available very vague uh could could I'm be available. any number of things <laughs> seek out my reps not me directly seek out my reps again we'll make a deal wga sag whatever um wonderful. please 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 wonderful wonderful okay uh all right i'm very excited about this um you know hard to say goodbye to some of the things you didn't get because you made outstanding choices across the board Oof. i want to first congratulate you for your mansion in portugal very okay. excited to come visit you uh, oh, I've already man. committed myself to learn Portuguese in Portugal Portuguese and not yes. Brazilian Portuguese, um, which will be even less useful um, than if I were learning Brazilian Portuguese, as there are so many more of those speakers. Sure. But for some reason, Come that over. feels like I feel like I got to stay loyal. Um, OK, yes. so that's not even a thing, Janet. You're not being disloyal to Portuguese if you're. <laughs> 
Again, we apologize to everyone who we've ever <laughs> Again, <laughs> Again, Mujan and I could not be more sorry for things we don't even know we did. <laughs> we we will beat ourselves up forever. <laughs> Worry not. You will beat yourself up in your beautiful mansion in Portugal. Thank you. You will be... Uh, there's plenty of room for uh, friends like Dana Catherine Scully to Dana come Catherine over. Dana Scully. Okay. She sometimes like, I will. can't believe you're still working from here. What are you doing? Put down that yeah. thing that you're, you can't let go of, that you're trying you. so hard to disprove exists. Thank uh, you. I also want to congratulate you on... You know what's going to chill her out a little bit? Just give her one of those Sunday splits you can conjure up with a snap yes. of your fingers with zero yes. ramifications And neither of us are health. lactose intolerant. Neither if anything, we're lactose of you. so tolerant, it's fuel and power. It makes us more powerful. Yes. You are hugely powered by your Sunday splits. Uh, I also want to congratulate you for your uh, ability as a um, super surgeon. So Hell yeah! You, you get to, <laughs> I guess you get to portray... But in portraying experience, being um, a superhero who's also an expert surgeon. Thank you. So that's going to be fantastic. I want to let you know that uh, while you can't do that forever, you can certainly jump into the Lion King whenever you want and be a a beautiful animated creature inside of that movie. Mm -hmm. That's going to be fabulous. Uh, Adventure also awaits with your... um, experience with the aliens from arrival i don't know if your exposure to them Ooh. means that you now see time all happening at once that seems like maybe more than you signed up for okay so let's maybe say i don't know if that's something that you can take on if you want to uh i just see them outside my mansion in portugal while dana yeah. catherine scully's like in the shower and i'm like god damn it you missed I it can't, again they were right here they were right they were here, right here. Maybe if Dana doesn't see them, um, and also, by the way, if you think you see them, but you can't quite reach the window, I want you to know that you can adjust your height however yes! you want. So you, you got to get real tall for something. Great. Got to right, get real right, right. short for something. You got Thank it. You. you can totally do it. That's also, I'm sure, going to come in handy as a superhero and an so expert excited. surgeon. So that is some wonderful flexibility you have there. And uh, even if, if Dana Scully doesn't see the aliens, maybe you can turn to Better Off Dead era John Cusack's character. Ooh. And you guys can talk about it. Because he has once seen a hamburger come to life and turn into claymation. Yes. So he's definitely going to believe you. He's going to believe yes. his eyes. And uh, you guys going to have that experience to talk about forevermore. Thank you. He is, I think, maybe 17, so there is a problem here. I'm trying to imagine um, him as, like, the grown-up version of that thank same you. Okay, good, 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 character, good. right? Good. Yeah. yeah. And the good, good, good news is that he never kills himself in that movie. Um, he, no. He carries on, thanks to Dominique, um, who then, you know, goes back to France so you could take over when he's of uh, thank you. appropriate age. That was age. a high school relationship, right? <laughs> That's, so, it moved on. Absolutely. Moved on. She was an exchange student for crying out loud. That was that was thank a you. that was a fun little. He probably took another girl to prom. He took Monique because she was the exchange <laughs> yes. student and then he took another girl. And, and they stayed there. Yep. Yeah, and everyone's families went in a van and it was wonderful. Um, thus concludes our MASH game and our podcast wow. episode, my friend. I am so glad I had a second chance to hang out with you yes. to do the same thing that was utterly different from the first thing that we can't remember 100%. doing. 100%. So Again, a first time, we won't bring it up, but the first time we mainly Again, spoke rashes. about r- Again, our rashes. rashes. So. Again, you let yes. your imagination soar. 
Soar, S-O-A-R, not S-O-R-E. Yeah. But you mm-hmm. know what? Go ahead and put a shanker in there if you want to, too. Yeah. Uh, you've missed out on that, which is to say you missed out on nothing. This is the second draft <laughs> of this episode of the JV Club. So proud. Uh, you're amazing. I've known you for a very Thank long you. time. And you continue to do bigger and better and, and wonderful. Ah. And uh, well, I can't wait to see what I'm you get I'm a big up fan. Next. Of the Janet verse, and so happy to be here and have had time to do this again. And having an amazing like mash outcome, I'm excited for whatever Oof. if that were to be, ever to co- any of those to become real. Yeah. Uh, Which, by the way, yeah. I have a photo of the mash pad from your other episode, so we do have some record of what happened. Okay, I think Dana Catherine Sculling maybe was on that one, but other than that, I don't remember. I'm anything. gonna look it up and then I'll text it to you so that you okay. will. This, we can it was all recall. just like rash stuff. It was uh-huh. just different ointments <laughs> to deal with allergies. Well, it turns out we cu- cured scabies. It was great. It was right, right, really right. something. To clarify, neither of us had scabies. Correct. Up. Yeah, no. you can let your imagination soar just to the limit of nothing was long term wrong with us, and we're both no. fine, and we're both be- we're very, fine. very attractive, very sexy, uh, sexy with or without smooth, rash, smooth, smooth, skin. healthy as hell, smooth, healthy. Yeah. We'll leave you with that. Uh, (laughs) Thanks, everybody. I'll talk to you next week on the podcast. All right, everyone. Thank you so much for listening to this episode with the marvelous Mujan. Just as a reminder for Max Fun Drive, we would so love for you to become a member or upgrade or boost if you are an existing member. We love you so much. And I also just want to continue to reiterate my appreciation for all of you members who are making this show possible, allowing me to be a member of the Maximum Fun family, where some of my favorite podcasts and people are, and for sharing with me how the show has helped you in maybe small to big ways. I've said it before, I don't have kids, so this podcast is a way in which I hope to have left something in the world behind that is meaningful and that helps people, and I couldn't do it without you, so thank you so much. So let's make this the best max fun drive ever. Let's get the JV Club to 400 new boosting and upgrading members for a delicious online trivia giveaway extravaganza. Of course, that also takes care of the We Got This crossover episode, the JV Diaries episode, and of course, more Boko than you can even handle. But you will be able to handle it. You will be able to handle it. You know where to go, my buddies. But here it is again, MaximumFun.org slash join MaximumFun.org slash join. Thank you so much. This has been Jordan Cruciola. Huh? Huh? MaximumFun.org. Comedy and culture. Artist owned. Audience supported.